Welcome to the Fever Nerd Mind, and I'm your host, Justin Dollopshaw. And here's a recap of the last 24 hours or so in Ukraine and some of the things that have happened um, outside of Ukraine, but in response to the crisis as well. Um, small chance I may touch on something else right now. That's the topic people are curious about and the one that I care about. So that's basically what we're going to discuss. Um, man, oh man. So I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to save the hot one for later. I, I got a hot one for you at the very end. Let you, uh, allow you to percolate that one in your brain instead of trying to keep up all the weirdness I got going on over here. <laughs> so, anywho, um, yesterday all the reports just said major, at least that's all I read, but apparently, um, a major general of the Russian army was KAA yesterday, um, Andrei Sudikovsky. Um, that's a very significant loss as he is a very battle tested, uh, field commander. So that's a major blow to the Russian side. Also, you have um, entre- entrepreneur Alex, oh boy, Con- oh boy. <laughs> Konachin, um offering one million to arrest Putin. And you notice I paused just a little bit there because we're putting arrest in quotation marks. <laughs> but I guess he can't say, bring me his head. But I mean, he could post a gif of like the Queen of Hearts, right? Anyways, all right, so the owner of um, Chelsea Football Club, Roman Abramovich, He's one of the Russian billionaires that uh, that have been targeted. is has is selling the Chelsea Football Club for an undisclosed amount, but it's probably going to be a couple bill. And he's pledging to set up a foundation that's going to assist the victims of, in Ukraine from this from the from Putin's aggression. Oh, Putler's war. <clears throat> uh, also, speaking of which, while people are actually still defending this jackass Putin. Um, they're now starting to threaten people with treason and up in 15 years in prison for protesting the war. But there are people saying that, you know, we're not going, we're not going to do it. Not going to go there today. It's too early. It's not even 7:30 yet. All right. (laughs) So also LMVH, I'm sorry, LVMH. Oh gosh, I just like to kick in. Um, that's Louis Vuitton, Dior, Tiffany. You know, all the fancy pants stuff. They're still selling their stuff in uh in Russia. So. Boycott, boycott, boycott. Even if you know if you're the sort of person that likes blowing your money on ridiculous stuff like that, um, just you know, please don't do it right now. Maybe after they get their minds right. Nah, I mean, all right. So now a little bit of fat for you to chew on. I had a question posed to me yesterday because um, I get asked pretty regularly um, about uh, about the drama that we have going across Europe that's affecting the world, and. I have people from all walks of life, and they ask all sorts of interesting questions, and I absolutely love that because it makes me think. And when you hear this question, it's gonna it's gonna create a visceral response. But hear me out, because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay out something because I thought it was interesting. I was asked that question yesterday, when just earlier that day, I thought of what may well be the reason why, if there's any truth to it. So what did they ask me? They said, do you think that Ukraine was put in position to have this war provoked or basically, um, you know, basically uh, kind of, you know, making Ukraine the target for Putin's rage so that he would attack and there would be and basically push along World War Three? Well, I mean, sure, there's there's always money to be made in war, um, but I mean, if you're going to make your billions off of off of war, it might be one you want to survive. So I don't necessarily think it's for greed per se. 
is actually for a much more practical, as I said practical, and pragmatic reason. I was thinking earlier yesterday, um, because I'd had a conversation with a friend of mine um, last week, I said, during our lifetimes, I firmly believe that we will witness World War III. I do believe it'll be sooner than later. A couple days after that, I mentioned to somebody I believe will be within the next two generations, next 30 years. Because after that, you know, as, as the phrase goes, um, uh, there was, I cannot remember exactly who said it, but, uh, and I might have mentioned an episode a couple days ago, but wars started by old men who know and hate each other, fought by young men who don't know and don't hate each other. So once all those Clint Eastwoods of the East and West finally die off and stop trying to rattle their sabers at each other, then maybe just maybe the world will find some peace. But I don't think we're there. And let's just say this war was was pushed on purpose to happen a little bit earlier. You might be wondering why. What evil and nefarious purpose there could be? Well, maybe it's not that simple. You see, <clears throat> the most powerful bomb in the world belongs to Russia, the Tsar Bomba. If I'm not mistaken, it's roughly 500 times more powerful than the bomb that was dropped on, uh, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Russia's working on an even more powerful bomb. They also have hypersonic missiles, which are capable of, you know, by the name, traveling faster than the speed of sound, making them much harder to defeat by air defense. All these, all these advancements in, in uh, weaponry have been getting pushed as we enter a new arms race. So when we have this war in 70 years, the odds of human survival is probably much, much lower because offensive capability excels faster than defensive capability. But having the war in 2021, I mean 2022, there might be a 2032. But if we have this war in 2062, there might not be a 2063. Just something to consider. I'm not saying this makes it a great idea, because I don't want this mess either. But I did think it was an interesting point that was brought up, and I thought it was I thought it was uh, an interesting pair of dots that were connected. But the fact of the matter is, things are still continuing to escalate around the world. And we are truly living in dangerous times. So my friends, I beg you to be safe. Um, Remember to love thy neighbor. Be prepared. And, um, well, just enjoy this beautiful spring day. At least that's what we're going to have over here. Wherever you are in the world, it's it's spring in Ukraine now, but they had a snowstorm, so it's not quite as much fun. Um, I don't think they're really thinking about the snow with Russia using... um, multiple rocket launcher systems on strictly civilian targets now. Um, Now over a million refugees have left Ukraine. And we can be certain there'll be another million. Ukraine is begging for the West to at least secure the passage westward to Poland. So that way food and supplies and refugees can travel back and forth as needed. I think that's at the bare minimum what at least we should do. I understand that a no-fly zone precipitates war. That's exactly what would what it would lead to. But I don't know how many more choices we have left. You can find me over at Fever Nerd Mind on Twitter. Um, feel free to reach out over there and let's uh, have this discussion further. Feel free to send memes. Always love the memes. Take care, y'all. Peace out.